Empires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Shazam! Well, sometimes that is better. Shazam! Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh 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 no! Oh 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 god! We started recording. Oh god! Oh god! I should I should stop doing that. I should stop. Put it away. Put it away now. I gotta zip my pants back up. Hold on just a second. Yeah. All right. Sweet. We're gonna get right into this because there's a lot going on. This is two broke geeks, and I'm Matt. I'm Justin, and unlike Matt, I'm gonna keep my pants you down. You do that. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is great, Mister Slave. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. oh, so I gotta get out of South Park mode. I've spent most of the morning watching South Park. So, um, yeah. Anyway, a uh, lot to get into this week. I don't even really know where to begin. Uh, Actually, why don't we begin with, I saw a movie you didn't, so I might as well just get that out of the way first. Yes. And then we can talk about things we both watched uh, in more detail. I, uh, I went and saw Shazam this, uh, this weekend. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to a little bit eat like a little bit of my words. Like I, I'll really admit that I thought all the trailers for this were really bad. Uh, I thought this movie looked really lame and going into it, I didn't expect to enjoy it, which is, and a lot of people are like, well, you can't go in and it's, there, uh, there's a big difference between not expecting to enjoy something and like actively wanting to not enjoy something. Like I didn't go in, like, I'm going to hate this movie no matter what. I just went in and was like, I really don't think I'm going to like this, but let's see what happens. And, um, turns out. Not anywhere near as lame as I thought it would be. All right. I mean, I found a gift card uh, for mm. AMC, so I'm contemplating maybe I'll go see him I mean, Tuesday or Wednesday. There's not a lot to spoil, so I, I can talk about it without really spoiling anything because I know a lot of folks are enjoying this movie, and part of me understands why. But I said it on Twitter, I really don't think this movie is anything more than just okay. Like, it's a really mediocre movie. Like, when I say I didn't think it was as lame as I thought it would be, like, that's true. Um, like, there's there's parts in it I kind of rolled my eyes at, but not too bad. Uh, there are a lot of parts that are a lot of fun, which is what a lot of people are talking about, because that's true. Uh, and there are a lot of parts that are somewhat emotional, which a lot of people are saying is also true, but the story is like a nothing story. It's almost non-existent. Um, Dr. Savannah as a villain is so bland and so uninteresting. Like his whole motive is literally my dad didn't believe me when I said I saw this thing when I was a kid and now I'm mad. Like that's his whole motivation. Um... So he's Syndrome? Yeah, basically. Basically, he's, spoiler he, he, alert, Dr. Savannah was originally considered by the wizard Shazam 
to be the chosen one, and he didn't pass the test, and he got um, kind of sent back to the moment he was snatched from, which was when he was riding in the car with his dad and his brother, and he was like, oh my god, I, just, I saw this wizard, I saw this wizard, and I, I have to go back, I'm worthy of being the, the chosen one, and it causes them to get in a car accident, and his dad and brother are mad and tell him he's stupid, and that's his whole motivation for the entire rest of the movie is to just prove to his but how does he have powers then there, there's a reason the there he gets like the wizard shazam has to keep the seven deadly sins and so he gets his powers from the seven deadly sins it's a whole thing uh that's not really that interesting and uh i don't think that uh like, a lot of people are like, oh, it's got a lot of heart, and it's like, there's some emotional parts. And it's like, yeah, kind of, but, like, this movie is, like, about Billy Batson learning to love his non-traditional family. And that's kind of, eh, it's kind of actually used up at this point. Like, both Guardians movies were about loving your non-traditional family, and... It doesn't really have anything new to say about non-traditional families. So it's kind of hard to, like, get on board with that concept. So, like, if you're Isn't... looking for a movie that you can kind of just watch for, like, a little bit of fun and a little bit of emotion and everything, it's like, this is a fine movie, but it's not a great movie. It's, I, I don't have another word for it beyond mediocre. It's okay like there's parts of it that are good and enjoyable but for the most part it's kind of just flat that like i know pretty much everything that happens okay. in this movie because i was like i was like because eh, like i know the like pop figures spoiled a major plot point of the movie yeah where they all become the yep. shazam family completely spoiled yeah. it like i could not believe like i when i saw those pop toys i was like Oh, so that's happening in the movie. And then I went to the movie and it's like, yeah, it did happen. That was not one of those moments where the toys didn't, you know, where the toys were just toys and didn't spoil the movie. No, it is 100% one of those yeah. times when the toys spoiled a major plot of the movie. <laughs> but like I said, there really and isn't I know, much of a plot, so yeah. there's not much to spoil. Yeah. yeah, and I know that like Superman shows up in like <sighs> a scene... Yes, but it's also not Henry Cavill. You don't see Superman's face, so it's a cheat and it doesn't matter and it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And then I know there's an end credit scene that involves Mr. the Mind, worm. One of the lamest yeah. villains ever in the history of comics. A super intelligent and More than likely. Yeah. So there's your sequel for Shazam Fine. 2. Is Mr. Mind. Also, The Rock is in this movie, kind of. Well, it's like hint at Black Adam. Yeah, like there's a part where the wizard Shazam shows, uh, not Billy, it's when he shows uh, the young Dr. Savannah. He's like, oh, we had originally chosen a chosen one, but he, and there's like a, a magic projection, but it's not in color and it's not super detailed but you can tell it's supposed to be the rock yeah probably because the rock isn't playing black adam anymore or something he's a producer of the he was a, one of the producers of this movie he's listed in dwayne johnson's listed as one yes oh really dwayne johnson's listed huh. as one of the um 
producers of this film or executive producers. I can't remember which, but his name is a his name is on this movie. So, ah, oh, I guess that's still uh, happening. It, it, and really, it should. Like Black Adam is the only good and interesting villain Shazam has. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I mean. If you're going to use a gift card, lots of other people are really enjoying it. Like, I I think people are getting more out of this than I am. Like, uh, I know, like, our buddy Dave really loved it. And I'm in a movie group on Facebook. Most of those folks really loved it. Uh, I know Andy DiGenova from over at Holy Batcast. He and Jamie Drooley both loved it. They're both on Holy Batcast. They really liked it a lot. So, um. I think I'm just kind of looking for more out of superhero movies at this point than just kind of generic and fun, which is kind of what I'll talk a yeah. little bit more about when we talk about Black Panther in a little while, because I just finished watching that again this morning, and I think that has a lot going on for it. But I'll, uh, I'll say this much. There's nothing in Shazam that is as impactful as the line just bury me in the ocean next to my ancestors <laughs> who knew it was better to die than live in bondage yeah. oh. oh boy that's whew. still the best line in that oh, entire dude, movie like we're both two white dudes talking about this i still watched that this morning and was ready to just burst out in tears i was like oh my god yeah oh. it's so good and yeah, so ugh. yeah, so that's my little bit of Shazam review. <laughs> yeah, cool. Well, I don't know. I haven't decided if I'm going to use it or not on Shazam. I, mean, I think if I'm bored enough, I, I maybe think I'll recommend Shazam. I, I would recommend you see Shazam to you more than you recommended seeing Ant Man and the Wasp to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Oh, man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, since we mentioned it, we might as well talk about Black yeah, Panther. Yeah, I just watched it this morning. Uh, it's still it's so really good. good. Like, there is... Uh, I'm going to get one of my biggest nitpicks with this movie out of the way right away. Just so I don't have to focus on it too much. Because it's not super important. It is a nitpick, but... That last battle between uh, T'Challa and... Killmonger in the mountain on the train track. It's kind of oh boy, a CGI it looks mess. really bad. Really, really yeah. bad. Like I was watching it on my TV this morning and I was like, this needed which is and I don't pick on CGI too much anymore because they push the movies out so fast, like from production to release is pretty fast so they do a good job considering how much time they had but that scene could have looked really good if that movie had been in production for a lot longer (laughs) it really could have looked good but it i did not watching it this morning i was like wow this is not good especially considering how good the like the first fight between them the challenge on the waterfall is so visceral and real and intense and then that last one just kind of looks like a video game (laughs) yeah but yeah other than that when i say uh, when i was talking about shazam and i said i'm kind of looking for movies with more to say black panther has a lot to say it's so like everything about like 
the cast is was so well put together, especially Michael B. Jordan mm-hmm. yep. as Killmonger. Exactly. Uh, well, even Winston just, Duke there's so as, many. Um, or I kind of paid a, some attention to Winston Duke as Imba, uh, as Umbaku this morning. Mbaku? He's good. Yeah, I don't like. I mean, he he does Winston, not have a big part, but he's really good. <laughs> yeah, Winston Duke, like, like after mm-hmm. seeing us and then going back to watch like Black Panther, I'm like, shit. I wonder if this guy's been in more things because he definitely has a really cool I like array. Him. I like him a lot. I want to see him in a ton more stuff now. Like you said, between us and um, Black Panther, let me look up his. No, Black Panther looks like it was his first film. I think it was, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was in some TV shows, nothing I ever watched. He was in an order of law, uh, an episode of Law and Order Special Victims Unit. He was in seven episodes of Person of Interest, three episodes of The Messengers, one episode of Major Crimes, and one episode of Modern Family. Yeah, and I mean, even... Uh... Uh, Lupita Nyong'o who yeah because like even her like she was in Black Panther and like all the other mm. stuff she's done yep like so damn good yeah and you kind of forget that she was because and this is just another like when we talk about I talked about with us where I liked the way she could use her face to like look like different characters she just looks different in Black Panther. You kind of forget that's that's the same woman as from us because just between the way they did her hair and the way she kind of just she's a fucking amazing actress. I really oh like. Oh my god, her. yes. Uh, mm. So so good. I mean, there's nothing else really to say about Black Panther except for it's just. It's really like, powerful. Yeah, like you said, it's, it's really powerful. I just remember still being like one of two white guys in the theater. Yeah, see, I, uh, when it when I went and saw that's it. That's true because you live uh, in an area. I I was one of lots of white people because I still live in Vermont. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I was in the arc light. It was me and my buddy Sean, and we're the only white yeah. guys, <laughs> and the theater's mm-hmm. packed. So you were you were Claw, and your buddy was uh uh God damn it! I still want to call him Martin Freeman. No, not Morgan Freeman. No, oh, Martin, Martin Freeman. Freeman. Well, I was gonna no, I was no. gonna call him Watson instead of his character name in Black Panther. Yes. Everett. Everett or, Ross. Yeah. <laughs> He's just yes. Watson to me. I can't help it. He's just Watson. Um. Yeah. So you guys were Claw and Everett Ross. Yeah, that that was that was probably also like I really enjoyed, uh, Claw in this mm-hmm. in, in this yeah. as well. Like he was actually one of the side characters. I wish they kind of did more with him I as totally a villain. I totally understand like, why he died in this movie, and it makes all the sense yeah. in the world that he died in this movie. It's still too bad we're never going to see him again. <laughs> I know that's yeah. That was the other. I'm like it totally makes sense, but I'm like ah, but it would have been nice to see him in full claw mm. outfit. I don't know that full claw. Okay, maybe not the yeah, red. Yeah, that full claw outfit's pretty dumb. <laughs> well, like whatever the new Marvel MCU version oh, yeah. of the claw. I mean, at outfit. least they gave him the the cannon arm. Yeah, that was pretty cool. 
But yeah, I I'm so glad this movie is just it's so good. That's all I can say. Like it's and it still gives me a lot to think. It's because it's got it's got the parts about like heritage and the parts about um, like what kind of responsibilities a country like Wakanda would really have in the world and oh which was one other minor nitpick with the movie and it bothered me more this time around than it I think it bothers me more every time I watch the movie even though I'm supposed to just go with it but boy does vibranium just kind of do everything Oh, pretty much, yeah. That and adamantium. Yeah, except adamantium didn't... I can't quite understand how they made the leap from they have this really strong metal to this really strong metal somehow made these people the most intelligent people in the world and, oh, by the way, this really strong metal also has magic properties. Like... Yeah, it's so bizarre. Because, like, I know that's just the reality of the world and I'm supposed to go with it. But the more things you make it capable of doing, the less I go with... Like, when he... when There's the one part where T'Challa just jumps on that grenade and the grenade just explodes underneath him like nothing. And that's the part where I'm like... Yeah. You kind of did... Also, when he got charged by the rhino. Both of those things made me go... Yeah. Uh, no, you kind of lost me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I That's just, a, again, that's just a nitpick. It doesn't affect my overall enjoyment of the movie, but if they had reined that back just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So that gives us Infinity just really War Avengers Infinity War. Ant-Man and the Wasp. <clears throat> Well, I'm going to tell you right now, we don't really need to worry about Ant-Man and no, the Wasp. No, we don't. <laughs> I, I can tell you right now, it's a bad movie. <laughs> there, Good done. Good enough. We, we'll skip yeah. that. Yeah, Infinity War. <sighs> the only thing of note from Ant-Man and the Wasp is that he's Ant-Man. The, the end credit scene is after the snap. He's in the quantum realm and he's trapped. That's it. Okay, moving on. Yeah. All right. So we saw. Um, I actually, I actually watched something that you didn't. Oh, all right. Uh, uh. So I finally bit the bullet, and they're they they're not sponsoring us or anyway. But I always, I've always been a huge fan of theirs. I've had them mm. for a while. Um, but I just because of money and moving and stuff, I never got mm. around to getting back on it. Uh, I got back the Shutter Network. Nice. I fucking love Shutter. Um, and the very first thing I watched was I binged watched the their uh, original Critter series. Yes, the new binge, right? And, mm-hmm. Yes, and it's awful. Really? It's they're each ten minute they're ten minute episodes okay. with horrible graphics. And when I mean horrible graphics, I mean I've watched sci-fi films that had better graphics wow. than this. Okay. Yeah, I've um, never only, seen a Critters film. The only re- de- yeah, the Critters films in general are hilarious, like very B like horror films. Like they're like supposed they're trying to be like the they were trying to compete with Gremlins. Yeah, okay. Um, but this was just bad. Hmm. 
Like the only they they like they had they had an Infinity War reference in it. Woo. Where the where they, I watched the entire thing because it was all ten each episode were ten right. minutes, and there's like a final battle where all the critters come to Earth to like eat things, and they're getting blasted at, and one critter gets shot, and another critter's like holding it, and the critter's like I don't feel so good, and then he just turns to dust, huh. like. It's a bunch of weird stuff. The only redeeming thing about this show was for as long as he was in it, Gilbert Gottfried oh, yeah. as as like an older grandpa or uncle that's like the that's like partially senile and talked about nothing but his penis. That's amazing. I'm like, that's it. That's Gilbert all Godfrey's I needed. The best part I love Shudder. Yeah. I yeah. I love Shudder. I really do. But not everything on there is going to be the most amazing well, thing. Well, that's one of – yes. that I think that – boy, this is a weird thing. I think of all the movie genres, except maybe sci-fi movies, I think horror has the most num- – and this is probably just because they're cheap to make horror movies – the most number of bad movies per – you know, however many amount of, yeah. Oh yeah. And I think that's just because a lot of people make horror movies because they're cheap, and so you're more likely to get a bad movie out of it. But yeah. Oh, I could name like uh, there's a whole bunch I've been seeing that's been being uh, shown. Mm-hmm. That's like you need to see this horror film. I'm like I'm good. Like I also watched another one on uh, Netflix mm-hmm. called Mercy Black. Hmm. And. That's not very hmm. good either. And it's from Blumhouse, so it's like, okay, it could go either way. Um, it's just not a very good horror hmm. film. Mainly because I'm not a fan, for the most part, of evil children. Yeah. Like, I find evil children sometimes very annoying. Evil children is a hard thing to do. Um which is actually we both watched a movie with an evil child this week. Oh yeah, you finally yeah, saw it. I went and saw Pet Cemetery. Yeah, and see that's how you do an evil child. Yeah, man, I I liked it a lot. Uh, I liked it a lot better yeah, I, than the evil child concept. Uh, it, I kind of get why people like. Uh, Gage being the one that's dead and I kind of get why Stephen King went for Gage being dead in the original book uh, because it's maybe some people see it as more tragic but uh, they also kind of did this thing in the book or Stephen King also did this thing in the book where he sort of made Gage Lewis's favorite child not like a lot, but just enough where he kind of hinted that maybe Gage was Lewis's favorite child. But in this one, they did a lot to show the bond between Ellie and Lewis, which helped because I think it's creepier to have a child who's able to express herself be the child that comes back from the dead. And the like the changes they made where she keeps a questioning about life and death, like what happens when you die. It makes way well, more that's sense. Out of the book. Well, oh, I know yeah. it's In out the of the book, book she, but uh, she's it's, obsessed but, with death because, um, well, in the in the book, Norma is alive 
Lewis, uh, uh, Judd's wife Norma is alive for a huge chunk of the book. So dealing with death kind of goes throughout the book. Like she figures out at the beginning that Pascal died, uh, you know, and then later on she worries that Church will die. And then uh, she kind of knows that her mother's sister died, which was in the first, you know, in the original adaptation because the mother deals with Zelda uh, and then Norma dies, and then so death is kind of the theme of the book. So yeah, the yeah death and grief. Uh, it's yeah, but the way the things they did with this movie, I was just like very mm-hmm. impressed with. Well, I thought even when she came back to life, and she's just like able to say weird things like "I'm dead," aren't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna tell oh, mommy? <laughs> uh, yeah. In, like, um, what's his name? John Lithgow. He was pretty good as Judd. I still think I'll... I want him to do the yeah, accent. I still think I'll always like um, Fred Gwynn as Judd better. Yeah, I, I was like... Well, apparently... I think I said this last week, too. Like, uh, John Lithgow had not seen the other adaptation... The original oh, adaptation... Right. Cause he's, cause he's friends with mm-hmm. Fred Gwynn, and he's like he didn't want to like step over mm-hmm. his performance, or, right. or like use his performance yep. in any way. So I kind of like what they did with with his character in that. Everyone got mad because they showed the slicing of the Achilles mm-hmm. heel in the trailer, and I was like, that's a weird thing to get mad about, guys. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, and some people were mad that they showed that it was the uh, Ellie that died in the trailer, but whatever. Oh yeah. boy, the end was super. I mean, the end is all is always super dark, but I think it was even darker this time around. Yeah, with Gage being the only and one in the car, because in yeah. the original, it's Ellie is with her grandparents. Ellie's at her grandparents' house, and just the mother goes home, and so Gage is yeah. dead. The mother is dead. She kills herself, right? In the original? I can't remember. It's uh, been a bit. It's been a minute. Sh- I can't uh, remember if Gage oh, kills God. her or no, if she kills she herself. Gage okay, kills her. Right. Gage killed her. Yeah. And then, and then the mom comes back comes and kills. Back and kills Lewis. Yeah. And Ellie is with her grandparents. But in this one, with the whole family walking up to Gage, just waking up in the car by himself, and then... The screen goes black, and it's just the sound of the car unlocking. Door unlocking, yeah. I was like, oh, Jesus. I will say I had one of the worst audiences I've had in a movie theater in a long time when I saw this movie. Oh, really? Lots of talking? And a lot of laughing. I was like, "What? this movie is dark as shit. What are you laughing at? There was a good portion of that I had Teenage- when I oh, saw God. it. was a bunch of laughing. Teenage- and I was a teenager going to the movies once upon a time, but I didn't, like... I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've always liked movies a lot. Like, I wasn't, like, a stereotypical teen in a movie theater. Like, I was a stereotypical teen at other things, but when I went to the movie theater, I shut up. 
Like there was yeah. a group behind me it's, that was it's... just like laughing and like I'm like, what the fuck are you laughing at? Like, and it was it stuff that wasn't funny. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. I'll never understand that. <sighs> so, but yeah, I've I said it before and I'll say it again. Uh, if you really want to impress me though with a Stephen King redo adaptation, you make a gritty, terrifying. Uh, maximum oh overdrive like fast fast and the furious meets a horror film and make it really good boy that would take a lot of work yeah. it would but if they could pull it off it wait, would be wait, great wait 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 oh the... this oh you know what james wan has made horror films james wan has made a fast and the furious movie that people liked what <gasps> if james wan made maximum overdrive I'm going to tweet him later and be like, listen, oh hear me out. Oh, I would watch the shit. I didn't see his Fast and the Furious movie, but I know people liked it. But I have seen his whole I have, and it's pretty and I, good, even though I still think all oh, those I'm movies sure are shit. stupid because it's a Fast and the Furious movie, but I've seen his horror movie. Guys, everybody, we need to start tweeting Stephen King and James Wan immediately and make this a thing. Maximum, Maximum Overdrive. overdrive. Yes. Yep. I'm going to do it. Justin's going to do it. And you should do it too. <laughs> oh, man. It would be hilarious if he goes for man, it. That would be. be I so would want insane. an executive producer credit. I wouldn't even need money. I would yes. just need my name in the credits. <laughs> Same here. That's all I want. Oh, my God. Just had that idea just oh, now. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm really in love with this idea. I'm gonna be thinking about it for the rest of the day. <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. Yep. What else is on for this week? Um, trying to think. I went and got nice. some comics. Um, and I went on a huge rant about this. Well, I'll get I'll get to that in a second. I'll get to okay. the good stuff first. So, um, I got three comics. I got the new. I've been telling people I've been reading the newest Spider-Man you stuff, which good. is the the new story. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Of like, Craven kidnaps all the uh, animal-based villains mm. and heroes and throws them in Turns a dome in, a hunt, right? in New York City. Yeah, and all these people are in robot suits just hunting, um, like, all these mm-hmm. guys. And everyone's, like, mad at Spider-Man because they all think Spider-Man, like, set yep. him up for some reason. Uh, and the they've been doing a couple offshoots where it's characters, like, talking about their mm-hmm. lives. Uh, so there's one I just read called The okay. Gibbon, which is, I guess, a villain hero in Spider-Man, I've never heard of him. Never heard of him. Uh, and it's literally just a one-shot of the Gibbons' life uh, as a hero and as a villain and yeah. whatever. And it's not necessarily the most interesting thing, but at the end, where like Spider-Man is like... like he Gibbon dies at the okay. end of the comic. Gibbon is just riddled with bullets and arrows, and Spider-Man's pissed mm. off. All right. But it's a, it's an interesting thing, and then um, what was the other one? 
I don't even remember what the other one was. But the one that really bugged me was I picked up an issue of the new giant D, uh, Marvel crossover, uh, War of the Realms. I haven't heard of it. Um, its basic premise is Malekith mm-hmm. the Dark Elf uh, invades all nine realms mm-hmm. uh, with uh, with people with with monsters and whatever from each of the realms to take over earth specifically okay. earth uh thor is stranded on jotunheim where he's being bashed there's by nine uh, realms but let's take over the dirt pile that is earth okay <laughs> yep okay. exactly uh thor's trapped on jotunheim and he for some reason thor has like 12 yeah. hammers that's like Yep. Just a mm-hmm. crap ton yep, of that hammers. Makes perfect sense. Yep. And <laughs> yeah, like like a bunch of dark elves, and he's he's on Yohan, like w- just swinging hammers all over the place. I'm like, where the hell did he get all these hammers? And and I, I the comic could be good. Mm-hmm. It could, but I went on a huge like Instagram story rant mm-hmm. on this because it pissed me oh, off. Oh, I think I saw that you I put that up, up, but I was at work, so I didn't have time to watch it, and I ended up yeah. missing it. <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's I'll, I'll just okay. tell you right now, because you're, you're going to agree with me, because we've talked about this multiple occasions. I hate giant crossovers. Oh, there was a time where yeah. I loved it. Where, I th- yeah, there was a time mm-hmm. where I loved it. Uh, like, I thought it was a really cool thing, but when I first opened this book, the very first thing I see is previously, and I'm like, previously what? There's nothing that should be previous to this. Mm-hmm. Nothing at all. And then it has that one sheet of just like, here are all the players in this book. Here's all the uh, Avengers. Here's all the Malkip's so army. So you have read like need to four know their other names? books? I guess. Oh, I don't know. But then, so I get done with the first issue, and I'm already annoyed. And throughout the issue... Like this, this book is maybe a little bit more expensive than a normal comic book mm-hmm. today, and it, but half of it is literally like fold pages of, of just ads of oh, if you want the full story, you need to read all twenty seven of these oh, titles. I hate that. And it's just like there's so many, there's so fucking many. Yeah, I don't miss that at all. Like I can't believe they still do that. Like, it's the most... Ins- and there's, like, comics being introduced as a first issue in this. Like, there's, like, an issue... There's, like, a new, like, all-new Giant you Man know, that's starting, and it's immediately what's super this. weird is, I don't really know... I'm trying to think if I know any comic fans anymore that actually enjoy that. Person- and I'm a small sample size. I don't claim to know every comic book reader, obviously, but... Off the top of my head, I can't think of any comic fans I know who, in fact, most of them, I think, have expressed not liking that. And Marvel was supposed to be like, yeah, we're done with this. And, and they mm-hmm. went back on it with Secret Empire. Well, because it doesn't... The idea is to sell more books, and I'm pretty sure it doesn't work. Yeah, and like the last time I was actually invested in a giant crossover and bought Every single issue of everything was fear itself. After that, I was like, I don't give a shit. 
I didn't even go for the crossovers of uh, the death of the family when, I mean, granted, this is one of those, or, or Night of the Owls. This is, on the DC side, this is something they did kind of smart where it was a big quote-unquote crossover event, but each book had its own story. Like, you didn't have to read the other books. But it was like, here's this one event that's happening, and this event is happening in every book. So, like, when the Court of Owls was taking over Gotham, like, there was the story that was happening in Batman that had to do with the Court of Owls. Then there was the story that was happening in Detective Comics that was happening with the Court of Owls. Then there was the story in Bat... But they were all contained. Like, you didn't have to read Batman, then read Detective, then read Batgirl, then re to get the whole story. It's just each book had its own story. And I didn't even go for that. I read Batman and I read Detective. I didn't read Nightwing and Batgirl and Batwoman and Batman and Robin. Because <laughs> those aren't books I bought. I, I did pick that up as a graphic novel by accident. Yes. Oh, because there's the death of the family, and then there's, like, Joker death of the family. Death of the family in, like, Batman. Then there's one that's Joker yeah. death of the family that is, like, all of the books put yeah. together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's just, like, yep. it's just so obnoxious about, like, that there still are giant-ass crossovers. And this one is probably the biggest thing I've ever seen. And it's... It's hmm. so ridiculous. That's bad. It, I'm like, like yeah. a, this, like Venom has a sword, and Punisher mm. has like a, has like his own little assassin crew going after ice trolls, and uh. Industry wide crossovers are a lot. Yeah. However, I will say there's a comic coming out that Marvel's putting out that I'm actually kind of excited to read called The Savage Avengers, and it's basically it's a group. It's a uh, the Punisher. Electra, mm -hmm. um, Wolverine, Venom, someone, oh, bro, bro, Brother Voodoo, and Conan the Barbarian. What? Yes. Conan's back in Marvel. Oh my god. That's. I know. Man, you had me right up till Conan the Barbarian, and then all of a sudden my brain broke. I, I don't know what... What is that book going to be? I don't know. But I saw Conan the Barbarian, I'm like, sold. That's a weird book. Yeah. <laughs> they have like... There's like two... There's like two Conan the Barbarian Marvel books out, and I haven't read either of them. I just went straight for Savage Avengers. I'm like, no... I need to know how Conan fits into this. <laughs> That's exactly like Conan being in Marvel, like making Mar uh, Marvel pun publishing Conan books. Okay. But then putting Conan with all those other, that's, that's a hell of a book. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. And then I found um, out that I found out they're putting out Archie versus predator Two. Okay. And I need that because I think those Boy, are they're doing weird stuff with Archie. Oh yeah, Archie is just all over the damn place. Whoever won, whoever way back in the day, who would have said, you know what, the most fucked up book ever is gonna be Archie. Yeah, <laughs> listen, 
Like, Listen, guys. I want Archie versus Predator. Archie versus the Punisher. Undead or Afterlife with Archie. Uh, va- uh, Veronica uh, as a as a vampire. Uh, Jughead like, as a werewolf. Who once upon a time was like, hey, you know these like teenage kids from the fifties that like get into just some like teenager high school hijinks let's make this the book where we just throw shit at the wall and see what sticks and make the weirdest things we possibly can hey guys you remember sabrina yeah what if we had her like get like forcibly <laughs> married to cthulhu i'm sorry what all right we're gonna roll with it let's do <laughs> it lovecraftian sabrina oh, that just reminds go. me the second season the second half of that shows uh on netflix yeah, the uh, um, Sabrina the something witch. Yeah, the 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 Sabri- the chilling tales yeah. of Sabrina. There we go. I just got. Um, it. which I met one of the creators and had no idea. Huh. Super. Yeah, she came into the store looking for like horror stuff, and then we traded uh, Instagram handles, and then I was like on her Instagram. And like, oh, I wonder. And she's like one of the people that created like the book and part and written part of the show. I was like, cool. oh shit. Cool. I still haven't watched it. I well, I haven't. I've watched through the first half, and I said it before, and I'll say it again. It's a low bar. I like it, but mm-hmm. it's very. I don't know. It, it is what it is. The books. Well, I mean, it's not hard. I mean, Sabrina's. We're not the target for Sabrina. Wait, what? So it's, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's impressing somebody. So if it's if it's good enough for us and it's impressing other people, then that's yeah. fine. Yeah. All right. Yeah, There's yeah. something we so, need to anyway, talk about. Well, yes. There's a few well, more yeah. things we need to talk about. So what were you going to say we were going to talk about? So... Avengers Endgame is is coming out in two weeks. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. It's dumb. Keep going. Uh, well, there's two things. There's a, this is like a twofer. The first okay. thing is I'm already sick and tired of their ad campaigns. That I did not know. Because well, ever since April first, since their second trailer or whatever, now they've just been dropping. Like multiple trailers just dropping oh, yeah. all over the damn place. I haven't been watching. Any oh, I've been avoiding it with the crap out of all of them. But there's been there's like at least five or six new trailers. I just saw this morning. There's there's a a full clip they just put out, and I'm like, no, yeah, I'm not gonna watch exactly. That. It's that kind of shit. They just keep putting things out. It's not like they haven't taken our money. Speaking of which. So, Avenger tickets... This is the yeah. part where I knew you were going to say... Avenger tickets have already gone on sale. And people have been buying them. And people have been reselling them for between $75 to... Mm-hmm. And this is when I last checked, two days ago, a whopping $15,000 for two tickets. This movie is going to be in theaters for more than one day. Yeah. It's not going to be insane. Opening day is not the the only day. (laughs) Like you can stay off the internet and avoid spoilers for a few days or hours. It's 
insane what this is doing because like i even looked at the i was like looking at the the details of that particular one mm -hmm. and now it's it's like an amc in new york city that's like a dining restaurant that's it oh my god oh my god <laughs> i can't take we're it. in the wrong industry man no one wanted to buy my I ticket i should have bought a whole bunch of fucking tickets and just i think it's this is the same thing when we talk about to just in general scalping is a shitty business yeah like toys any scalpers toy scalpers apparently there are movie theater scalpers now well, concert, concert yeah, scalpers. scalpers everywhere but the fact just that someone paid fifteen thousand dollars to go see nobody Avengers paid that did yeah they? it's that's just no what was up. that's paid no, paid it? that is a paid oh, thing geez. here's what you do oh you go on ebay you look up avengers endgame tickets and you make sure you click on sold set your fucking money on fire yeah <laughs> oh my god i can't believe the it. last because i saw that and then the, the last time i before that i heard there was i saw that there was one that sold for ten thousand dollars like I feel like I should just go buy two tickets and just sell one for $15,000 and then not have to worry about rent for like a couple months. Oh my god. It's insane. I That's bad. I guarantee, guarantee I will walk out Thursday opening night Thursday, walk next door and be able to watch it for $18 and be fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. It's like these people... A, there's more than one movie theater. B, I'm pretty sure just about every movie theater is going to have it on, like, more than one screen. <laughs> it's going to be in theaters for more than one day. <laughs> oh, my... Uh, everything about this is stupid. But if anyone's interested, I am selling a $5,000 sticky note and Avengers Endgame ticket for $5,000. Just... Just right. hit me up on Instagram. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Oh, wow. wow. So anyway, um, movies, uh, I don't want to forget this because this was the most interesting thing that happened this week in terms of movie news. We got that first teaser look at that Joaquin Phoenix uh, Joker yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. What is this movie? I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> Here's here's what I get. Here's what I understand about this movie. And the the interesting thing from the moment this movie was announced, I'm like this is a weird idea. And it's still a weird idea. It's a movie set in mysterious time, looks like based on the cars, maybe late 70s, early 80s. Um Joaquin Phoenix, very much an adult man in his 40s becoming that this new version of the Joker, which, by the way, we see Bruce Wayne in the trailer and he's a child. So there's no way this world is ever going to have a Batman that fights the Joker. Because by the time this version of Bruce Wayne is old enough to Joker's be Batman, dead. Joker is going to be an elderly <laughs> man in a nursing home or dead. Um, <laughs> but that, all that being said, does this doesn't look like a bad movie to me. I'm I'm not necessarily excited about it, but I but I am very intrigued. 
I would pro I said this to somebody the other day, and this is true. I'd probably be more interested in this movie if it had nothing to do with DC Comics. I agree. I think I think making it a Joker movie is making me less interested in this only because my idea of the Joker is very much tied to A, he's a mystery, and B, he's interesting because he's tied to Batman. Yeah. And it's it's just it's just bizarre to have like a DC movie cuz this is what mm-hmm. it is where you have where they yep. seem to spend a good amount of time in the trailer having you trying to sympathize with him. See, I've seen that argument. I don't think you're supposed to sympathize. I don't with think him. so either, but the way they made the trailer uh... I've seen people arguing that have been like, you're not supposed to feel sorry for the Joker and this and that. It's like, no, you're not. Like, look, I know... Uh, boy, this is going to be hard to explain. I... Uh, he's... When you look at this movie, you're not trying to feel bad for him. That's like trying to say you feel bad for Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, because yeah. his... Cousin came back from the Vietnam War and basically raised him to be a psychopath because his cousin came back from the Vietnam War with, like, pictures of prostitutes being murdered and raped and showed them to, and, you know, Richard Ramirez's cousin killed his wife in front, you know, this is about, this is a story about understanding how am I, understanding what makes each individual person with a mental illness lose control of their mental illness, I guess is what I'm trying to right. say. Because you can see him. He's like going to doctor's appointment. He's trying. He knows he's mentally ill. He's trying to control the fact that he's mentally ill. And eventually just lets his ment because he does he just loses control of it which is pretty much every real world psycho that's ever existed <laughs> you know like Jeffrey Dahmer had to get shit-faced blackout drunk to kill anybody because he didn't like killing people he just liked playing with dead bodies <laughs> because he had no feeling that he had any control in his life so he could control the dead body and that it's not you know it's not about feeling bad for them it's just going here's what made this particular person lose control yeah i could see that i mean it'll be very interesting um to see i don't know for everything about this trailer i'm just very confused by Mm-hmm. And it'll be very interesting to see it when it comes out. Like, I'm definitely in the camp of this movie will probably take my money. More than likely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm, I just, it's just bizarre. Joaquin Phoenix looking real good. Yeah, I mean. In terms of, like, what he's doing character-wise. I mean, as I kind of think of this as, like, a, one of those, someone, I think the best way I could think of it mm-hmm. is someone posted saying, if this is an Elseworld story, I'm all in. It is, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's yeah. what I'm assuming. Yeah. I mean, dude also looks like he didn't eat for a yeah. Moment. Holy Did shit! You see, like his 
spine and his ribs yeah. and shit in this trailer. I was like, oh, oh made me look fat. Yeah. But uh, I liked when he was sitting there in that comedy club, like that wicked, creepy, weird, uncomfortable laugh when he's in the comedy yeah. club. Uh, I liked the part where he is um, on the stairs in his full Joker suit and he looks like he's kind of like doing this weird crazy person dance. Yeah. Um, no, it, it looks like it's going to be a good movie. I just am it, I'm still in this weird space with it where I'm like, okay, but why is this movie about the Joker unless it's just... I mean, I really guess it's probably just branding. Probably nobody would... Probably this is a movie that would get passed over if it was just about a guy who loses his shit. Yeah. I don't know. So. Uh, other... Back in the Marvel camp, um, mm-hmm. there's been talk of their the next movie they're working on, The Eternals. <laughs> okay. And... Yeah. yeah, I'm like, okay... First piece was they announced that Angelia got an interesting cast. Angelia Jolie is gonna be Cersei, I guess. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know who the hell this person is. Not Angelia Jolie, but Cersei. Like, it's Cersei. we're starting to get into the realm of characters that I'm like sort of some I'm sort of familiar with, and some I'm mm-hmm. like I have no clue who you're talking about. And then they're uh, yeah, Eternals. I have no idea. I know very few Eternals. Uh, mm-hmm. and then, um, I just read that they're trying to get Kumail Nanjiani, uh, on the film. Yep. And I'm like, and now you kind of yep. lost me. I like, no, Kumail I Nanjiani. like Kumail. I just don't, yeah. I don't see him in like this kind of film. That's all. I have no, in, I have no zero interest in eternal. I, the co- once you start getting into cosmic Marvel and cosmic DC, you kind of lose yeah. me. Like that's where I really don't have much interest. I I don't know. I mean, I like. I know Camille's getting a huge push right now. He's in a new movie that's coming out with Dave Batista, that I guess mm-hmm. is like an action film. Uh, mm-hmm. And he just was on the Twilight Zone, and he's yeah. Did you watch that episode of the? Twilight that was the Zone? next thing I was going to go into actually. Okay. Um, because I, I watched it. I watched I watched both episodes. Oh, I didn't see the second one. And I liked the first episode a a, mm-hmm. a, a lot. However, mm-hmm. my biggest complaint is that it's an hour long. I felt like they kind of yeah. they kind of took the story and stretched it too far. Yeah, I can see that. I did. I do remember watching it reaching a point where I was like, oh, this is an hour. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I was not a fan of Tracy Morgan in it. I was just like, ugh, really? Like, I don't know. It just didn't feel – it didn't feel right. Yeah. Eh. I don't know. I liked it enough. Like, it was – I thought it was a fine episode. Fuck. It was fine. It's still not enough to make me... But uh, the second episode is just another remake of Nightmare at 30,000... Or is that the third episode? Nope, second episode with Adam Scott. It's it's another remake where they update it to instead of like a... They update even more where instead of a monster or whatever, uh, Adam Scott sits down and he finds a tape recorder that has a podcast on it 
that is a story of the mystery of the disappearing flight of 1012, which is the flight he's on. And... Oh, so it's called Nightmare at 30,000 Feet, but it's not like... It's called... The episode... It's called something Nightmare else. Nightmare at 30,000 Feet. It's... Then at the... Oh, okay. I thought it was a remake of Nightmare on... Because there was the original Nightmare at 30,000 Feet. Then they did Nightmare on 30,000 Feet in the Twilight Zone movie. And I thought this was a third It is, but I, they called it something of... else. They, they Something similar oh. because they want to be different. But there's no gremlin on the There's wing. no gremlin. There's no gremlin okay. whatsoever. Because uh, I thought there was going to be a gremlin on the wing again, and I was just out with that because I was like, that's not original or interesting No, at no all gremlin. Now, now it's all okay. Adam Scott's paranoid because he's listened to a podcast about his flight that he's on right now mysteriously disappearing, and it's putting together mm-hmm. like weird clues. It's giving him clues of, mm-hmm. like, of like people of interest and stuff like that. And... Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's it's I I was kind of got bored because I was like it's an hour long, and it just felt padded. <clears throat> yeah, that's weird to huh? Okay. Like I might watch I, mean, I, I might a- watch the third episode, but the second episode just made me go okay. I felt like I was looking at my uh, my phone or something else more than I was watching it. Because I've said it before and I'll say it again. I the. The original Twilight Zone is one of my favorite things ever. I've seen the entire series so many times, beginning to end. I in Not every episode of the original Twilight Zone is great. There are some really bad original Twilight Zone episodes. But I still haven't seen a redo of the Twilight Zone that was ever as good as the majority of the original Twilight Zone. So I'm still waiting. And the first episode... Uh, with the comedian made me go maybe but now you're saying the second one maybe wasn't quite as good it's just it's just adam scott going crazy on a plane Hmm. about about no twist no there's a twist it's not the greatest twist okay it's i was just like real i'm like really that i also and i know it's another thing where but something about anybody's voice being the narrator besides Rod Serling still just doesn't seem like Twilight Zone to me. Well, get over it! it. Really... <laughs> I'm trying! <laughs> I know it's one of those things where a lot of people have things they have... I try not to have those sticking points. I am, after the first episode, going to try to give this more of a fair shake. I really am... And I'm going to try to get over it, and hopefully it turns out good. That's what I'm going to say about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I've, it's just so hard because I feel like the format of it being a half-hour episode is a lot easier. Yeah. and a lot. It, you just get straight to the point. Whereas mm-hmm. I think it might be just because we're in an age where, like, cartoons are now 15 minutes. Or, like, anything that's, like, a serial has to be at least yeah. an hour. Like... I also, and this this is just my own, because obviously, I mean, how many times have I said fuck so far on this episode and everything? Like, I, I'm obviously not somebody who's caught up on language and subject material. Like, we talk about some real 
fucked up weird shit together on this show and in private and all that stuff. But I'm also at this point where I'm kind of like, you know, not every show has to be mature. Yeah. Like, you made Titans mature, and I didn't really love it. You made Doom Patrol mature, and it's working. But now you're making the Twilight Zone also mature? Like... The third episode is, from what I understand, I don't a woman... Hate yeah. It, but it's also not, like, the greatest yeah, either. The, like, it's weird. It's just a weird... It's one of those weird things where it's like, obviously, I'm not offended. I'm just wondering artistically if that's... I, I, don't know. I don't know. The third episode, apparently, is, like, a woman who has a recorder, like a, like a tape recorder... Uh, a video camera or something, mm-hmm. and every time she she can like change, she can, it keeps like rewinding or replaying, and it replaces her life. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird. Huh. Well, I don't have CBS All Access right now. Uh, I'm. This is one of those times when I'm like, you know, everybody complains about the number of streaming services, but you don't have to have every one all the time. I'm waiting until. I think this season of Star Trek Discovery is either over or almost over. And then I'm going to wait till the season of The Twilight Zone is over. And then I'm going to subscribe for a month. I'm going to watch season two of Star Trek Discovery, season one of The Twilight Zone, and then cancel it. (laughs) You know? And then I'll wait when season three of Star Trek Discovery and season two of... You know, you don't have to have every one all the time. It's very true. You know, so... Yeah, so I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna wait. Uh, how many episodes is this season of Twilight Zone? 10? I think it's ten. Thirteen. All right, so ten more weeks. I'll wait. A couple months. I'll sign up for CBS All Access. Watch the whole thing at a go. I'm probably not sign up for. I'm probably. I still have to wait on the DC app because I still mm-hmm. want it. But the only thing I'm kind of interested in seeing at they're the they're putting on all their comics. Yep. I'm so excited. Like, I would love to do that, but I can't justify. I could justify Shudder at the moment. Right. Uh, but I'll probably get the DC app at some point, mainly because of Swamp mm-hmm. Thing. Right. Yeah. Wait till And Swamp Young Thing Justice on. Part 2. And Young Justice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. When they announced they were putting on all. Because originally they had said they were going to just put on a curated collection of comics. And they had a lot on there. Like, I've browsed through. They've got a lot, but not, like, necessarily things I was looking for were still missing. And then they're like, oh, we're just going to dump the entire thing on there. I'm like, oh, thank you. That makes the price even yeah. more. Wor- and it's not even expensive. It's, what, eight bucks a month? So when they were like, we're putting like 20,000 more comics on there, I'm like, oh, yes, this is amazing. <laughs> I love this so much. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm stoked. I, there was an s- interesting thing I saw mm-hmm. uh, from CinemaCon that mm-hmm. there's already talks of a new Alien franchise. I don't care. <laughs> Oh my god. I saw that too. I'm like, this, let it, unless you come up with something really, really damn good, stop it. But it's Disney now. Let me tell you right now. I know, but there are six movies in the franchise and two of them are good. Yeah. Two. 
Alien and Aliens are good. Alien 3, not good. Alien Resurrection, not good. Prometheus, not good. Alien Covenant, not good. <laughs> that never stops him. Two of the movies are good. <laughs> you can't stop, stop them. <laughs> it's like there's only two good... Well, actually, I can't say there are only two good Terminator movies. I've only seen two of them. Dude, but there's another Although one Terminator... coming. I know. With Schwarzenegger. And Linda Hamilton. Yeah. So this one, I don't know. But I've heard not good things about three. I've heard not good things about... Um, Genesis. Genesis and uh, whatever the one was with Christian Oh, Bale. Judgment something. Day. No. Uh, ju- something. No, Judgment Day is two, yeah, no, uh, um, r- uh, no, Rise of the Machines is three. Terminator Salvation. That's oh, the yeah. Movie. Salvation. I've heard that's not very good. So, why, why that's did another I, one why that did I think Judgment making. Day was the remake? That's weird. All right. <laughs> no, Genesis yeah. was the remake. Terminator Genesis. Requel make. Yeah. It was a sequel, prequel, remake. Oh, it hurts. All in one. <laughs> it hurts yeah, so I much. Know. It hurts so bad. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. But you went to a convention. I went to ToyCon yeah. yesterday. Had a good time. Although it's getting... Let me tell you what. I was surprised by how I think it's getting more popular. Oh, yeah? Which is both good because they're going to keep doing it and bad because, like, the very first time I went, I went in, like, the afternoon and it was pretty packed. Like, it had already been going on for a while. And then another time I went, I went kind of in the morning and it was better. Yeah. And then the last time I went, I went... Like right around, the, they usually open at like 10. I went at like 10, 30, 11, and it wasn't so bad. So this time I was like, all right, I'm going to show up at like right before 10. I got there at quarter of 10. The line was already out the door waiting to Damn. get Damn. Yeah, it was jam-packed from the second they opened this time around. And... I had a lot of trouble getting to tables, which is not something I had the last time I was there. Um, but uh, And I didn't stay very long. I spent almost my entire budget in like the first 15 minutes I was there. Seriously? You spent 215? Uh, I went with 200, I went with 200 American bucks. And uh, but I converted it over to Canadian, so it was two hundred and twenty something. Shit, man. Um. Well, the first thing I found, I bought almost immediately because I had never seen one before. It was a Hot Wheels Batmobile, but it wasn't like regular Hot Wheels size. It's probably eight inches long. It's it's big. Uh, I took a picture yeah. of it, put it on the Instagram. It's big. I had never seen one, but it's too far away for me to grab it and measure it right now. It's probably not quite a foot long, but it's pretty close. And it's die cast. It's metal. Uh, The top opens. You can flip the uh, machine guns over on the front. I bought it. It was 65 bucks. Um, Then I found... A uh, new Adventures of Batman Scarecrow figure. And if you aren't familiar with the new Adventures of Batman Scarecrow design, he 
basically looks like the Undertaker, the Grim Reaper, and a Scarecrow kind of mashed together. He's got like a skull face, but he's got on a long coat and like that big Undertaker hat and like the noose around his neck. Uh, that was 20 bucks, so I bought that. So there was like 85 bucks, which was 85 bucks Canadian. So, I mean, that was already almost up to half my budget. <laughs> then I bought uh, four... I bought a full set of the Beatles uh, McFarlane Yellow Submarine figures for a hundred bucks, but they they came with all their like it's got the blue meanie, it's got the yellow submarine, the love. it's got everything, yeah. the love, it's got everything they came with, so that was a pretty good deal. I've seen those go for a lot more, and again, hundred bucks Canadian, yeah. so that's around eighty bucks American for the whole set. I've seen them go for a lot more. And then, um, what else? You got, did I buy? you got an ultimate. Oh yeah, Great I bought Hulk. a, uh, I bought the, um, yeah, the uh, uh, Marvel Select Ultimate Hulk. He was twenty bucks. Yeah. Yep. And I bought. Oh, the, the last thing I bought was I bought a uh, Spectacular Spider-Man Doctor Octopus. Hell yeah! For ten Canadian bucks, um, because the he had all four arms. I've seen him go for quite a bit with all four arms and then the other ones I've found for a good price were missing an arm so yeah oh sweet and then after and then after that I got lost in an Ikea <laughs> well I went there because you remember my big glass cabinet that I have a lot of my action figures yeah. in that came from an Ikea it was a gift from my parents so I went over to Ikea to price them because I need more and they're actually a pretty good price. They're 70 bucks Canadian. Uh, I just didn't have, I was gonna, I, I'm gonna go up again soon and get two more of them. 140 bucks Canadian isn't bad. They're nice cabinets and I need cabinet space for, I have so many toys in boxes right now that need to go in a cabinet. But I went in there and the place is friggin' huge and I got lost for a while. <laughs> I've, I've had that, I've only been in Ikea once. Uh, like when I first moved out here and I had the exact same experience. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, okay, let me look on the sign here. Okay. Second floor, uh, storage is over there. So I went up to the second floor and immediately couldn't find my way. Even following the signs. Like I, I swear at one point I followed signs in a circle yeah. and ended up where I started. I was like, uh, and there's actually a book I've been meaning to get for a while, but now that I've – it's called Horror Store, and it's uh, a ghost story in a fictional version of an Ikea. Um, and now that I've actually been in, I, in an Ikea, I'm like, oh, God, I need to read this book so bad. <laughs> I want to see what – because while I was in there, I'm like, I'm lost. Like, I'm never going to get out of here. This would be a good setting for a horror movie. Oh, wait, there's a book like that. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah. so next Sunday, I'll be at Monster Palooza. Lucky. And I don't think I'm going to spend as much money as I think I'm going to. Going to meet Bruce Campbell. That is right? the sole purpose. <laughs> I have something. <laughs> Paul Rubin? I have No. No. Uh, and no. here's why. So Bruce Campbell is charging $50. And... That's, not, That's too not too bad. And that is just for getting something signed. He's not doing photos. Um, and oh. so I have something for him to sign. And I'm like, cool. Mm -hmm. um, Paul Rubens, on the other hand, 
$60 for a signature, and if you want a photo, is another $60. Yikes. And I'm like, you know what? I don't need to meet Paul. Yeah. Like, I'm good. I am quite all, I, I like Pee Wee Herman and stuff. I mm-hmm. don't. I mean, if the line just happens to, if I happen to be there and the line's not too bad, I may just go yeah. and get a signed photo and that's it. Mm-hmm. But, no, I'm good. Yeah, but you know they'll have some cool horror stuff there you're going to want to There's buy. a couple people I really want to meet. Like, I have a copy of E.T. and half the cast mm-hmm. is going to be there. So, oh, that's so cool. I might try and get that signed. Um, the guy, uh, Jet. Oh, I forget his name, but the guy who was Mike Myers in the new Halloween. Uh, I know it was the original, it's the original actor guy. for a part part yeah. of the film, not the whole. Um, I have a Halloween. I have. Oh, Nick. So it's Nick. Ca- uh, it is. It was Nick Castle in the first one, right? No, this is the other guy. Oh, okay. Uh, James. J- I don't know. Uh, Jane. I got. I, yep. I know yeah. what you're talking so about. So I have I have a mini poster of the San Diego Comic Con exclusive poster. Oh I nice. might bring that and try to get him to sign that. I will tell you that oh, you just reminded me of something. I meant to tell you that every time I go to Toy Con, I catch somebody gout and it's usually the I don't want to call them out because I did get some things from them that were good prices, but there's this one seller there that as much as he's got good prices on stuff i always seem to catch him gouging a few things because he had the the 2018 michael myers neca there for 50 canadian which is in the neighborhood of 40 american um, which i know is too much for that for, for the for which one it's the the, the 2018 NECA one that comes with the pumpkin and the oh okay and the, yeah what really the 40? ultimate the ultimate Forty? Huh? That's ridiculous. Yeah, and he also had the the new Pennywise NECA Ultimate with the bloody face and everything. I think he had that one for. I want to say he had that for seventy or eighty Fuck Canadian, which I that. knew was. I can find that brand new for twenty five. For... So I always catch this, and which is weird because he has a good selection, and on almost everything else. On almost everything he's got, he's got good prices on. But there's always like last time I caught him price gouging X Files pop yeah. figures. He had them up there for like a hundred Canadian for Mulder, and I got Mulder for like thirty American. So, like, it's nuts. I don't know what I I want to call him on it next time I'm there. Be like, dude, everything you've got is a good price. How come you always have like two or three things that you're like trying to get people on? Yeah. I mean, the majority of my money for I'm probably going to spend take 200 with me cuz I'm going to hate myself for that, but uh mostly I'll buy like art pieces. Um mm-hmm. but probably won't buy too much this time around, but uh yeah. some people already can't like I might go Scott like half of Anthrax is going to be there. Ooh. Yeah, so uh, Scott and Charles, so they'll go. You know what's? Uh, I think I saw that Hatebreed was going. Uh, Star Wars celebration is also this week. Star Wars celebration and is I, yeah. 
I thought I saw on Twitter some one of the guy at least one of the guys it was on the Hatebreed official Twitter I don't know but somebody on Hatebreed looking for hookups for Star Wars celebration really and I thought I thought that was interesting it's it's yeah. interesting like when you like a bunch of that like mm. there's a good amount of like like metalhead stuff. Yeah, like, Hatebreed yeah, right Hatebreed. here. Anyone got Star Wars celebration connections for Thursday, April 11th? We'll return the favor. Hashtag SWCC. Hashtag Chicago. If I could, I would. <laughs> Hatebreed dudes looking to go to Star Wars celebration. And they're looking for hookups. Like, they're famous guys. And they're trying to, like, get in the back door. Yeah, it's like, hilarious. They couldn't even get in. That's how popular Star Wars Celebration is. Yeah, but, um, yeah. It, so, I'll be posting probably Sunday night, Monday morning, probably before we podcast next week, if I like stuff from Monster Palooza. Yeah, there's definitely, nice. there's so much to do and so much to see that more than likely I will walk out of there with, like, maybe two or three things and be done. Because yep. there's like this is the year where there's not there's a good amount of people that are going to be there, but of the majority, mm-hmm. um, the ones I really want are on the day I can't go. You can't go. Yeah, it's Friday where they have the entire yep. cast of Godzilla King of the Monsters. Ah, uh, that happened to me. Um, Montreal had a Comic Con. I think it was either last year or the year before either way like um three cast members from the x-files were gonna be the, it wasn't jillian anderson but it was um the uh william b davies who plays the smoking man it was um um mitch Pileggi who plays walter skinner and then uh um David Duchovny was going to be there, and it was going to be all three of them. But all three of them were only going to be there together on one day, yeah. and it was the day I couldn't go. I was like, God damn I it! Mean, I, want- I do have a connection to maybe get stuff signed for free from the Godzilla cast. Ooh. Uh, I have a buddy who ha- is friends with one of the heads of King Ghidorah. Yeah. So I might have to hit him up. That's and, cool. Well, I, and that's the thing. I was like, I need to get something for them signed. And I'm like, ah, I've seen that. Tra- I've seen that trailer on the movie screen twice now. And it's just so I good can't looking. wait. I'm like, I can't wait for this movie. Appar- <laughs> yeah. And, and they have, there's some toys that are out now, but they look shitty. Like, uh, the Bandai yeah. toys. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, yeah. forget it. I'll wait for the monster arts or the freaking NECA ones. NECA. Yeah. Those NECA toys are going to be awesome. Also for toys, uh, the freaking Infinity, uh, the Endgame figures they've been putting out. Saw some of those at Toy-Con. They look like shit. <laughs> the Endgame Hot Toys? Oh, not the Hot Toys. No, the um, Endgame Marvel Legends. The, the, the Marvel Legends Endgames, there's like a couple of the set I would want. Like there's, I saw there was a set that had like Ebony Maw. And that's really yeah. the only one. <laughs> they had a uh, uh, Captain America, but uh, with his quantum suit, it looked awful. Uh, they had another one too. I can't remember. They they only had like a couple, and they they both of them looked like shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like I saw tr- there was a couple of them. The only one I was interested in, if they had it, was Ebony Maw, because the rest of the set mm-hmm. looked meh. Um, yeah. 
what's really irking me. Ooh, and I saw all the, I saw all the Captain Marvel Marvel Legends in person, and they look just as bad as their photos. The only one I want out of that entire set is Grey Gargoyle. I'm like, he's the one that looks the least bad. Well, that's because he's not based on anything in the movie. Yeah, exactly. For some reason, and I've said this before, even with the Marvel portion of the Marvel Select figures, like when it Mm -hmm. comes to like the ones that look like the movies, it does not cut out well. That's why you go to Hot Toys. Because that, because that Thanos. One of the. Oh yeah, we talked about this Thanos last week, didn't we? No, we we talked about a couple days ago on. just texting i think oh maybe it looks awesome though with this blade i love it we might have talked about i don't remember i just remember looking at and being getting a huge boner off of it because i'm like i need that i like that big blade he comes with and i like that he's wearing his armor again that he probably is not gonna wear in the movies (laughs) he better wear it in the movie like i understand why he doesn't wear it in infinity war because he doesn't need it but he still looks better with it on yeah totally i want i want him to go boss hog with that damn like sword thing yeah well i feel like based on the end of infinity war there's got to be something up with the power of the infinity gauntlet because the infinity gauntlet looks wrecked at the end of that movie well, we have to wait two more so, weeks to find out. Oh, I should buy my... T- we were talking about price tickets earlier. I really should buy mine because I don't... With something that big, I don't trust I'm going to be able to walk in like I normally do with my free ability I might, and be able to yeah. find a good seat. I, a part of me is like... Part of me wants to buy a ticket now and a part of me is like... I bet I can go like before my shift or during lunch and get a ticket for a late showing and be fine. I feel like I could, but at the same time, it's like, I know I was saying earlier that it's showing for more than one day and most, but here there's not as many theaters as there are, you know, and I only go to the one theater. So it's kind of, it's not like I live in a big city where I could just go to the next theater or whatever. So... I don't know if I maybe if I, I find know. a late showing that's in an a, if about it. Uh, maybe if AMC's showing one that's later than after I get out of work maybe I can just use my gift card and just buy one and then just be ready mm. to go. Yeah, yeah. But they're never open past like eleven. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, they do more. A lot of places in big cities do. I always hear Kevin Smith talking about going to movies first thing in the morning at like ten. Yeah, um, the well, at least the ArcLight in Hollywood, they they have showings like they've seen it with everything. They'll have showings that go from like ten in the morning to like six mm-hmm. the next morning if it's like a big enough film. Huh. I went to, and this was a weird thing. I had never done this before. I on Thursday was gonna go to Shazam. And, you know, normally Thursdays are, they call them preview days. I just call them opening days. I don't know why they just don't call Thursday the opening day. And I was thinking, all right, I probably like a 6, 6.30, quarter of 7 show for Shazam. The first showing on Thursday, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I went to that 4 o'clock show. It was great. There was nobody in line for snacks. 
there was hardly anybody in the theater. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, if I ever have Thursdays, if I ever get a chance to have a job that has Thursdays off, I would immediately do like day shows because mm-hmm. it's so much easier. I can't remember the last time I went to a theater that at four o'clock in the afternoon on a Thursday. It was because then Saturday night when I was going to fucking Pet Cemetery, it was packed. And I tweeted on Twitter and I still hold to this movie theater. If, if you go to the movie by yourself and you a they need to stop selling tickets at the snack stand like they have a box office and they sell tickets there but they also sell them at the snack stand so some people walk right by the box office and just go to the snack stand and order their movie ticket and all their snacks so they need a line that says if you're here by yourself and you only want popcorn come here because i was in line for so long behind groups of people going uh and uh uh oh and 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 what do you want uh i'm gonna have uh uh it's like i just want popcorn and i'm 26 people deep (laughs) (laughs) all right john panette (laughs) yeah that's pretty much that's how i felt like i was like i can't believe this very true is a bag (laughs) i just want a bag of popcorn (laughs) just please have a separate line Even if they had like a line that you just walked up and the bags were already full and you just grabbed it and put your money there on the counter. Just take my money. (laughs) I hate it. I was so angry. I gotta say, I kind of... It's just me, but like when I went and saw the free viewing of Pet Cemetery, like Mm. I didn't have to pay a dime for anything. Like they actually just gave out bags of popcorn and soda with like free refills. Oh, wow. Or maybe not. Maybe I just totally assumed and I just stole someone else's shit. Um, but maybe. but I, I was having a blast. I was like, this is what theaters should be like. If they – like mm-hmm. like for the amount they're paying for tickets, like just give me a, ba- a small bag of popcorn. Well – Yeah, uh, I know. It's a whole thing. Yeah, I was going to say I actually – when I go to the movie theater, like I don't hate the – because they actually don't make any True. money on the tickets. Yeah. So, like, yeah, their popcorn prices are really high. But it's their only real income. It is to, but it is their only income. So, at the same time, I'm like, all right, if you're going to charge me six bucks for a medium bag of popcorn, I guess I'm fine. That you'll be finished with making... before the credits, before the beginning starts. That is the only way to watch a movie that way you don't have chewing in your own ears when you're trying to catch dialogue i don't know i've never had that problem <laughs> uh, but, i actually didn't have that problem with pet cemetery but that's partly because of all the people in front of me who didn't know what they yeah. wanted <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. yep that's that's going to the movies with me yeah well i think i've mentioned on here that i went to a movie that someone would could, would not stop looking at their phone, and it wasn't a packed theater, and they just would not. It was a quiet place. Uh, oh god! There was like maybe seven. It, it wasn't huge. There was maybe a total of maybe twelve people. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a guy who just kept looking at his phone every five minutes, 
And then one time, I hate that. And then one time, he picked up his phone, and you just hear me yelling, "You pick that up one more time, I'm shoving it up your ass." <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, I was surprisingly patient with my people. I let them. There were so many times I was on the verge of just saying, "Shut the fuck up" to these people, I, and I don't know why I didn't. But I have I no more tolerance for that shit. Like, I'm usually a pretty patient person, but especially out yeah. here where there's so many options to go to the theaters uh, mm-hmm. and different things. And the amount of times I usually get stuck with people that yeah, uh, that just talk or on their phones, it's, mm-hmm. it's the most annoying thing. And I don't understand how that is still a thing that people like to do. Like, you go to the theater... And then you have a full-on conversation with your girlfriend because Stacy is like, oh, I don't – like Stacy wants to come over later for drinks, but you don't have anything for drinks. What, should we go out and get some drinks or should we stay in and order from Postmates? I don't know. And I'm just like, oh, shut God. the fuck up and go away. It's too much. Yeah. Too much. Uh, well – that was an interesting uh, finale to the show. We tell us your <laughs> thoughts. Our minds tell us and... your thoughts about movie theaters. <laughs> yeah, we both lost our minds on the movie theaters, and it, it, it's all worked out all right. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't have anything else for this week. Um, I think that's all I have as well. Uh, oh, all right. Because uh, I'll be at Monster Palooza next Sunday, and. Yep. Maybe see Shazam. I haven't. I yep. don't know. All right. Well, good enough then. And uh, we'll be back uh, next week. We're going to talk about Infinity War and we're going to talk about Justin going to Monster Palooza. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com and on Twitter at AtomicGeekdom. Thanks. I hope they remember you.